Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Genesis chapter 32 and verse 24. Praise God. Genesis chapter 32, verse 24. And Jacob was left alone. There wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh. The hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. He said unto him, What is thy name? What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou hast power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And him blessed him there. I want to talk to you tonight on this topic, transformed, transformed, transformed. Hallelujah. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We lift you up today. Lord, I pray, God, for your divine assistance tonight. Lord, for I believe, dear God, that there are those that are here that need this message. God, and I pray that you will speak to their hearts. I pray that someone would be encouraged and strengthened. Lord, and even delivered and set free from things, oh God, that have them uh, bound, fearful, whatever the case may be today. Lord, I know that you're a God that is able. In Jesus' mighty name, let everybody say amen. Amen. Transform. The Lord bless you. You can be seated. There's something unique about a name. Whatever name you give a child stays with them. Take care of what you name your kids. Take care of what you name your kids. The name Thomas A. Edison, when we mention that, we understand it is connected with engineering Inventions. When we mentioned Henry Ford, we quickly consider the automobile and the making of the automobile. Their, their reputation and their character is connected to the name of that person. To the Jews that suffered under Nazi concentration camps, the name Hitler means a whole lot more than a bunch of these political hacks that toss it around like a, a beach ball, calling somebody Hitler. But to a Jew that come through the concentration camp, the name Hitler strikes terror and fear. <clears throat> the Asians of the late 12th century knew the name real well, Genghis Khan, because it was synonymous with barbarous cruelty. Parents would do diligent if they would ensure that their childs have an appropriate name and I understand wanting a unique name, 
But I feel sorry for those that, you know, name their, their son Armin and their last name is Hammer. Or they named their son Dan D. Lyons. Or Earl E. Bird. Or name a little girl Lily and their last name is Pond. That's just not nice. Or, or, or your last name is Burr, and so you name your son Tim. Some celebrity, celebrities have named their kids like Storm. I mean, that's just waiting for something to happen. Name their kids. One, one celebrity named his daughter Moxie Crime Fighter. Moxie Crime Fighter. Now, there's a name to go with you. Another one just wanted to name her baby girl after uh, just a name. So she, she named her baby girl Audio Science. Audio Science. There are those that have decided to change their name legally to redefine so they can redefine their character. Uh, a, a girl by the name of Karen, a 23-year-old vegan from uh, Virginia, loved so much the idea of being a vegetarian that she went to the court and petitioned her name to be changed to Gov or GoVeg.com. That became her legal name, GoVeg.com. Somebody's, somebody's working hard there working hard to change their identity. A 26-year-old mechanic decided that his name needed to be Buzz Lightyear, so he changed his name legally to Buzz Lightyear because Stephen Bolton wasn't cool enough. Buzz Lightyear. George Garrett now goes by the name of Captain Fantastic Faster Than Superman, Spider-Man, Batman, Wolverine, Hulk, and the Flesh, the Flash Combined. That's a name right there. That, that, but that's the name that he chose. Names are connected with their character. And so names matter. What somebody calls you matters. When we say Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, we understand they are associated with philosophy. When we say Marco Polo or Christopher Columbus or, or Magellan, we are reminded that they are great explorers because their names are connected to it. Alexander Graham Bell, along with Mr. Edison, make you think of great inventions. And Shakespeare is synonymous with literature and most Mozart is uh, synonymous with uh, great music and Picasso with paintings. We, we associate names with characters. It is stated that Nero fiddled away while Rome was burning to the ground. So is it any surprise that people want to name their son Paul and they want to name their dog Nero? Nero, a name is important because it identifies you with who you are, what you are. And when somebody talks about you, they talk about your, your name related to your character. Your character is connected to your name. That's why the Bible said that a good name is so important. It's good to have a good name. Now, Jacob is one of the most colorful characters in all of Scripture, now he is known, his name in scripture is known as the supplanter or the hill catcher. Yet God said, I love Jacob over his brother Esau. 
Jacob was known as a guy that could work every angle. He could find a way to worm in, so he got what he wanted. He was a go-getter. He was an entrepreneur of the first sort. Amen. He was a cons- uh, he was a deal maker. He was a, uh, a a guy that worked his way to get the family birthright. He's a fast talker and a smooth talker, and talked his brother out of the birthright. And then he was a conniver. He put on. Uh, 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 the, 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 the fur or the wool of, of an animal and went in and, and robbed his older brother of the blessing. We know that Jacob worked seven years to get one woman that he loved. And then when he was hoodwinked, he had to work another seven years so he could marry her. And when Laban changed his wages 10 times, Jacob found a way to, 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 to prevail. He found a way to get his blessing. Now, you know that when Jacob was blessed and when Jacob got the birthright, he had to run. What good is a birthright and a blessing if you're on the run? But when he got the birthright and when he got the blessing, he, he spent 20 years away from home. Amen. So when he's coming back, uh, 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 the welcome party that is welcoming him is 400 warriors with his brother that's going to meet him. Staring him right in the face is his past. Staring him in his face is what he is known for how he is known as being the one that that, that tricked his way, connived his way, wormed his way to get what he wants. Amen. So so he says, here's what I'm going to do. I'm I'm going to send presents ahead to my brother Esau. I'm going to send presents. And and, and when you see him, I want you to tell him, I I, I love him. So he begins to send presents. You know what he sent? 200 female goats. That's, uh, I did, did the math one time. I Googled to see how much a goat cost. And so 200 female goats uh, r- r- range somewhere $163 a piece. So his first gift was $32,600. That's a lot of love. Next thing he sent is 20 male goats at $177. That's $3,540. 200 ewes at $340 a piece is $68,000. 20 rams, a total of $10,820 worth. 30 female camels and they're young at at $10,000 a piece. He managed today's market. That's $450,000. So he's sending him an increase. 40 cows, $28,000. 10 bulls, $17,000 in today's market. 20 female donkeys at $30,000 in today's market. 10 male donkeys at $15,000. You add that all up and at $654,960 in gifts, he sends ahead to his brother because he wanted to try to buy back his love. You talk about a schemer. He's scheming. How rich does this dude have to be to be able to give away over $600,000 in animals and, 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 and love his brother? And the Bible says that he's meeting his brother. And verse 22 is that he rose up that night and took his two wives and his, took his two women servants and his 11 sons and passed over the ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook and said over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. 
Amen. And there he wrestled a man until the breaking of the day. Can you imagine, though, the wrestling match that is going on in Jacob's head already? I'm coming back home. Esau said he's going to kill me. And so I've got to some way worm my way out of this death warrant. I have to some way get past the fact that he hates me so much he's going to kill me. I'm going to give all these presents. I know what I'll do. I'll scheme. I'll connive. I'll get my way. I'll make my way. I'll have this little side project and I'll do this little thing over here and and everything's going to work out all right. But there's a wrestling match going on in Jacob's mind. I got to take care of my family. I want to make sure my family's okay. But he comes to a point where he's all alone. He crosses the ford or the river Jabbok and Jabbok means emptying oneself. He come to the point in his life where he didn't know if he can make his way with another con or he can make his way with another shenanigan with his brother. He thought I don't know what I'm going to do because the internal struggle was going on. He's wrestling with his past. He's wrestling with his present. Amen. He's also worried about his future. What am I going to do? I am Jacob. Amen. I'm wrestling about my identity. I'm wrestling about who I am and what I've done and the things I've pulled and and all these different things. Wrestling. I, I believe no doubt he was probably pacing up and down besides that brook thinking to himself, can't sleep, can't rest. What am I going to do? I'm just Jacob. I'm just Jacob. I got to figure out a plan. Amen. I got to figure out a way. I got. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over here, and I'm going to take this from over here and move it over here. Yeah, if I do that, then I can help that, and, and then then I'll put my family over here. I'll put my 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 my, my cows and my. I'll take care of this stuff. I got a way. But there come a moment when it was all. Nothing. He had no answer. He had no idea. And there wrestled with him a man. It came to be the very essence of God. He wrestled with all night long. He struggled and wrestled through his life. Now he's wrestling a man with this, this man. He's wrestled with his brother. He's wrestled with his dad. He's wrestled with his father-in-law. He's wrestled with himself. Now he's wrestling with God. Has anybody ever been there where you tried everything and you've done everything and you you, you, you balanced your checkbook and you you, you, you shifted funds and you, you did this and you tried that and you say I go, I'm going to go here I'm going to do that but oh God I feel as if I've come to the end of myself so he wrestled with that angel of the Lord all night long mm. Wouldn't you like to have seen that? Wouldn't you like to have seen that wrestling match? Everybody called Jacob con artist, trickster, supplanter. And God looks at him and he says, what is your name? I believe for that split second, amen, Brother Laban, I believe for that split second, he flashed all the way back to the cons he'd done as a little boy. All the things, you know, his brother was the slick one. His brother was the handsome one. His brother was the macho one. Amen. The Bible calls him a plain man. His brother was hairy. He was a plain man. 
He was not very much to look at. He was not very much to accept. But rather his brother was the beloved. He was the testosterone ridden uh, 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 macho hunter. And, and, and here's just Jacob. And he's thinking about all the cons that he's done. Amen. He began to think about all his past. When it came to dealing with Isaac, he was weak. When he came to dealing with uh, uh, his brother, he was just plain. When he came to his mother, he was a mama's boy. Amen. He has to fight and claw and con his way to get anything in life. He's constantly coming up short at the, at the, at the, at the end of the day. So he's got to be a heel grabber and he's got to be a wrestler and he's got to outwit his opponents and he's working very hard to prevail. That's the only way he can get things done. And the Lord says, what is your name? Who are you in private? Who are you when you're all alone? Who are you when you're by yourself? Who are you when you have gone through your life and you've tried and you've failed or you've tried and you succeeded? Amen. What is happening in here is that Jacob is wrestling with God to find himself. And the Lord says, I want you to know, I know who you are. I know what you are, but I'm not going to call you weak. I'm not going to call you con artist. I'm going to call you what I see you tomorrow. I'm going to call you what I see you in the future. I'm going to call you what I see you right now. I don't see you as just simply somebody that's barely getting by, but you are Israel and you have power with God and with man. So think about it. All the conning, all the shenanigans, all the different things that he's pulled, God is saying, listen, I know that's your weakness, but I'm going to give you prevailing power. I'm going to transform you from being what Jacob is to being what Israel is. If you'll just let me touch you, if you'll just let me touch you, I'll transform you. Who are you tonight? Are you that person that shows up at church and you got your Sunday duds on and you really look good, but you know you're struggling and wrestling, wrestling with who you are, wrestling with what's going on in your life. You stand and you sing the songs of Zion, but you're wrestling, wrestling with what's happening to you. And you feel like if anybody really knew who I was, they would not want to be around me. I'm all by myself now. I, 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 what am I going to do? Who are you tonight? Who are you tonight? Are you the facade that they see at camp? Are you the reality? What, what is the reality in the dark that you are with God? Who are you with God in the dark? Who are you with that wrestling time? I want to tell you what God wants to do is he wants to take your weakness and he wants to take your frailty and your struggle and flip it around and transform it into where you feel you are the weakest. He can touch you and he can help you. Listen, Jacob, you are now Israel. You're not just going to wrestle anymore. You're going to prevail. I'm going to make you a powerful person to prevail, but you're going to have to let me touch you. Not only did the Lord touch Jacob, he made him weaker. Touched him and made him weaker. Come here, Brother B. Praise God. Can you imagine? He's wrestling with the angel of the Lord. And he, this is all he's done all his life. Is wrestle. Pull tricks. Make deals. 
That's all he's done all of his life. Maybe he's been successful. I mean, after all, he gave away over $600,000 worth, uh, worth of livestock, so the dude had some money. That's the way he's made his living, by his wits, by his ability to do deals. And now he found something that he couldn't deal with. I can make it. I'll just wrestle all night long. And when the angel of the Lord touched his thigh, you know all he could do then? Just hold on. Just hold on. I'm talking to somebody right now. God wants to transform you in your situation to you from going just saying, I'm going to work this out. I'm going to plan this. I'm going to do that. And the Lord just wants to touch you to where your weakness is going to make you just hold on to him. Hold on to him. Hold on to him in your situation because he wants to transform you, not just your situation. He wants to transform you. Who are you? Who are you? What little bit of resistance that all night wrestling he had was now gone. What little bit of strength he had was now gone. And he finally says to God, I give up. I give up. Somebody hear me today. I, I, I felt in the spirit... There's, there's some folks there. If I, I could walk right down to you tonight and tell you this word is for you. It may not be spit polished, but I want to tell you it's for you tonight. Who are you? Who are you? Amen. God wants to take who you think you are and to turn you into who you really are and who he sees you as. Amen. I believe today somebody needs to look at the Lord and say, I declare what you say I am. Hallelujah. Peter looked at the Lord when Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Amen. He looked at the Lord and he said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, I tell you what, you saw me. Well, I'm going to tell you who you are. You're not just Peter, but you're the rock. Amen. You're the rock. You're the rock. Do you want to be changed? Amen. Or you want to keep conniving and working your way through? Or do you want to just simply say, God, I give up. I'm holding on to your identity in me. Who does, who does he say? You are tonight. You're badder than you think you are. I mean that in the good sense. You're tougher than you think you are. Because all you see is your weakness. All you see is your, I never can make it. I, I mess up. I stumble. I fall. I can't. I got, just hold on. Just hold on. From that day when he saw his family again, is a different man. Yeah, he was limping. But he was he was ready. I'll meet my brother. I'll meet my situation because I know who I am. I know who I am. I know who I am. Oh, I'm so timid, Pastor. God doesn't call you that. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I just can't, I can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Stand with me, please. Transformed. Changed. By one encounter with God, all of history was rewritten. I do find it interesting, though, when the Lord begins to list. Matter of fact, when, when Moses was standing before the bush and Moses said, Lord, who am I supposed to say sent me when Israel asked me? And the Lord said, you tell them I am that I am. Isn't that powerful? I am. Just tell them I am. Then he went on to say, I am the God 
of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I'm the God that will work in your weakness. I'm the God that will take and transform you and identify you in your weakness. Hallelujah. Because there's going to come times when you feel like I can't make it. Though you have tried everything, God, you're with me. Transform me. Transform me. This altar is open today. Is there any church of the living God people in the house? Is there any of those today that are the household of God? Amen. Is there anybody that is daughters and sons of the King of kings and the Lord of lords? Why don't you step out and say, I know who I am because of what God says I am. I know who I am because what God declares of me. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com.